I'm Dr. Amanda Kellogg, Assistant Professor of English at Radford University, and this is the Radford Writer's Desk, a podcast featuring Radford faculty and graduate students reading from their creative works. Hi, my name is Jesse Kirby. I'm a graduate research fellow here at Radford University. My passion for creative writing has channeled into poetry this semester because I've had the opportunity to take my first poetry class. I've loved it, and I wanted to share a piece with everyone. This poem is a response to an interpretation of The Taming of the Shrew by William Shakespeare. This poem is titled Taming a Wild Gate. The epigraph is from The Taming of the Shrew. Fear not, sweet wench, they shall not touch thee, Kate. I'll buckler thee against a million. The ringmaster flicks his whip with precision born from years of practice at taming wild things for the hungry audience surrounding his ring. They're all in stands. There are no private boxes, no reserved seats, no VIP guests. Stage lights flash as the lioness roars. The tamer is clad in his showman's costume, the lioness wrapped in fury. Another whip snap and she snarls. Snarling, a deceptive concept. The term may solicit imagery of a vicious beast showing its teeth, attesting its ferocity. Yet a predator would never snarl at its prey. It's pointless. Snarling is for other predators. A warning. Don't touch me, or I'm not responsible for any injury you may sustain, though I inflict it. The tamer reveals his own teeth in a grin as he cracks the whip again at the cat, no more threatening to him than a teeny shrew. The audience grins in turn. What a fantastic show. Petticoats to miniskirts, the scene repeats. A sovereign man, a cursed woman. Behind the stage features the same acts, but without the pretense of entertainment. The tamer snaps his whip again at the beast, kissing her forehead with a red smear. Tension ripples through the spectators in a wave until a woman rises in the stands, followed by another. Pockets of women in the audience stand, staring, mouths twisted into snarls, mimicking their furred sister before leaping out of the stands into the ring. A million feet melt into paws as miles of skin extend into golden fur. A fully formed pride now bristles in the circle and turns upon the ringmaster, growling, fangs sharp, claws extended. He snaps the whip again, and the second act begins. I was inspired to create this poem as an emotional response to first reading the play. And what enabled me to flesh out this poem was thinking about Petruchio's Taming School, which might sound orderly, but imagine a wildcat zooming through school hallways. You know, the chaos is laughable, or I always thought so. Now, a circus arena is a much better fit. You know, the cell-like structure of a typical school building is too enclosed. The arena has bleachers all the way around and seats for the audience. And the audience is especially crucial for a performance to succeed. Additionally, I chose an epigraph because I wanted to directly connect my piece with Shrew, though I believe the sentiment of the poem goes beyond Shakespeare's work. More specifically, I chose these lines, the I'll buckler thee against a million, because they're from the wedding scene of the play, Act 3, Scene 2. And that's one of the more fascinating scenes to me. The value of each character shows through in that scene. Thank you for listening to the Radford Writer's Desk. 
For more information about our programs, our faculty, and our many opportunities for students interested in creative writing and graduate scholarship, please visit our website, www.radford.edu/english.